Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for March 31st, 2019. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Okay, three new match videos I just posted on the blog from last night's UFC show in Philadelphia. So uh, let's go over these fights. Uh, the first one was on the main card, uh, Michelle Watterson versus Karolina Kavalkovitz. This is uh, at strawweight. And, and I guess the bottom line here is whoever wins this fight gets closer to a strawweight title shot. And I mean, uh, Karolina uh, has challenged for the title before. Uh, Michelle has not. Um, now, I expected the fight to be competitive, but not compelling, because uh, you've got um, uh, Carolina is primarily a points fighter, and when she's, you know, working her distance, that's when, uh, that's when she's most effective. Uh, the thing Michelle needed to do was close the distance, okay? Now, she didn't do that in round one, and so what we got was, for the most part, light sparring, and uh, I thought Michelle was marginally more effective, so I scored at 10, the fight 10, around 10-9 for Michelle. And in round two, Michelle got what she needed with a takedown halfway through the round. Now, listen, the idea here is not necessarily to get a finish. I mean, she was trying to get a finish, uh, but basically, you know, the idea here was to put the fear of a takedown in Carolina's mind so, so she thinks twice about doing anything. And that's, that's what she wanted to do. I mean, that's what Greg Jackson told her to do, and it worked. So, uh, you know, Carolina wasn't any more effective in round three. I mean, she was just afraid that she was going to get taken down again. She, I mean, this is a, she, Carolina, her big flaw is she's one-dimensional. She's a kickboxer. She's what I call a, you know, an infernal points fighter. I mean, she can be very good at that kind of fighting, but there's ways to take her out of her comfort zone. And that's what Michelle did. And as a result, she won the fight 30-27. So, I mean, does she get a title shot? I don't know. I mean, uh, Tatiana Suarez and Wei Li Zhang may have something to say about that. But it was a big win for Michelle. And uh, I know she has a lot of fans out there. Uh, you know, you've got to be objective a little bit, folks. Anyway, uh, the second fight was on the prelims. It was... Uh, Marina Rodriguez versus Jessica Aguilar, also at strawweight. Now, Jessica came in as a late replacement for Alexa Grasso. Uh, she is uh, probably at the point where she should think about retirement. I mean, she got hammered, like hammered in her last fight uh, against uh, Weili Zhang in China. Now, Marina drew with Randa Marcos in her UFC debut. She's primarily a kickboxer. She uh, does not have a ground game to speak of, okay? Now, early in the fight, Jessica broke her nose, and after that, there was blood all over the place. Now, then there was an eye poke, and Marina was admonished by uh, ref Keith Peterson, or as John Anik likes to call him, no-nonsense Keith Peterson. I don't know why he calls him that. It's obviously a, a, an inside joke. But then Jessica was still able to get a takedown, and almost an armbar submission. And I don't think it was uh, easily seen on air, but uh, 
Marina came very close to submitting to that, but she got out of it, and then another eye poke. This time the ref took a point from Marina. So when the fight restarted, Marina knocked Jessica down. And I, I don't think that that uh, stole the round, in, in my opinion. And, and normally I would have scored that round 10-9 for Jessica, but with the deducted point, uh, it was 10-8. I know that there were people out there who thought that the, the knockdown stole the round, and then you call it 9-9. Uh, no, uh, I think the, the uh, armbar uh, submission attempt was enough for Jessica to win that round. So it depends on, you could score it either way, I suppose. Um, now, things didn't go so well for Jessica after that. She got hammered in round two. Uh, you know, it just wasn't enough, quite enough for a stoppage. I mean, uh, I mean, she still was trying to fight back, but she was getting clobbered. So uh, I thought it was 10-8. Okay, Marina won the round 10-8. So, with, you know, scoring round 1, 10-8 for Jessica and round 2, 10-8 for Marina, it's a draw going into round 3. And so, uh, I thought the round 2 really took a lot out of Jessica. Uh, like I said, I don't know if the ref came close to stopping the fight, but uh, he didn't. And she uh, continued, uh, Marina continued to pound Jessica in round three. I scored the round 10-9 for Marina, and Marina won by unanimous decision. Now, both fighters went to the hospital afterwards. Uh, of course, Jessica had a broken nose, but it looks like Marina uh, may have hurt her arm. So uh, we have to wait and see uh, what needs to be done uh, about that. Now, Jessica took such a pounding in this fight and also in her last one that I would like to see her retire, but... You know how fighters can be. Now, it could be her uh, contract is up, too. I don't know if that's true or not. But uh, I, I don't really want to see her fight anymore. You know, I think uh, enough already. All right. Okay. The other fight was on the early prelims. And that was Marina Moroz versus Sabina Mazo. And uh, this fight was at uh, flyweight. Now, Marina... Uh, this was her first UFC fight at flyweight. Previously, she had fought at strawweight, and she had a mixed run there, but before she came to the UFC, she fought at flyweight in Europe. Now, would moving up to flyweight make a difference to her? Now, she's also training now at American Top Team in Florida. Sabina is 22 years old from Colombia, and she's making her UFC debut. She is a former LFA champ, and she trains at King's MMA in Huntington Beach, California. Now, the betting odds favored Sabina. And listen, even if you don't think highly of Marina, and I know, I, I think uh, uh, my whole point is, uh, I think we need to judge her on what she does at flyweight instead of uh, going back on what she did previously at, at straw weight because maybe the weight cut was affecting her. Okay, so I mean, either way, she's still a big step up in competition level uh, for Sabina. Now, Sabina uh, broke her nose early in round one. It looked like it might have been on an, ac an accidental clash of heads, and I'm not sure how that affected her, but uh, in general terms, she seemed to lack aggression, and uh, Marina won the first round, two rounds fairly easily, and so Sabina would need a finish in round three. Now, she's known for finishing with head kicks, so Marina was aware of this, and 
she fought conservatively in round three. So Sabina won round three, but she didn't get the finish she needed. So I scored a 29-28 for Marina, and she won by unanimous decision. Uh, Marina seems like she is a better fighter at flyweight, and I think a ranked opponent might be in order for her, so we could find that out for sure. Uh, so again, all three of those videos are up on my blog. You can uh, check them out at my uh, uh, website, at my blog, frankb316.blogspot.com. That's it for today. Uh, probably uh, we got WrestleMania next weekend, so I'm going to be back for... Uh, uh, on Friday, uh, there's going to be a, an NXT match on Wednesday that I'm going to have to post. And as well, uh, I'm going to be doing a preview of the uh, uh, matches that are on the TakeOver show, NXT TakeOver show, and also WrestleMania itself. So uh, in the meantime, if you have any uh, uh, questions or comments about my podcast, you can uh, leave a message on uh, Anchor's voicemail system. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify. Have a good week. We'll talk to you later.